Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's I Love Learning podcast. I am so excited today because today I have Ron Higgs with me. And this is a very, very special podcast to me because I met Ron when I read a chapter that he wrote um, in mindset, in a positive mindset. It's called A Mindset Shaped by Naval Aviation. Ron, thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for the invitation to join you, Dr. Gina. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Why don't you share with everyone today who you are and what you're passionate about? Well, I am Ron Higgs. Right now, I am an executive coach, a strategic business advisor, and a fractional COO. Uh, I've been doing that for the last seven years. Prior to that, I had various jobs in the uh, aerospace and defense industry, and I also spent a career in the Navy in aviation. Oh. And I, I used a lot of what I learned in aviation uh, in my in my work life after I left the Navy. Yeah, got it. One thing that really intrigued me about your chapter was how we really can control and we really can focus our mindset. Um, really, what got you passionate about this idea of growing and having a positive mindset? Well, I, I think I started as a kid mm -hmm. and I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid. And oh, wow. you know, there were no astronauts that looked like me. There were no people flying airplanes that uh -huh. looked like me. And so uh -huh. when I made that decision, this is what I want to go and do. There weren't many people who could help me. Uh, uh -huh. So I, I, I had to chart that course myself. So I found the library system, uh, the local library system, to which I owe a great deal. But I was yeah. able to go to the library and I read, I, I started off reading atlases and encyclopedias. And so I would mm -hmm. look at the world, memorize the maps, spin a globe, find a country and just read all I could about that country. Wow. And then that sparked sort of the, oh wow, travel. And then I, I wanted to, I watched a bunch of science fiction movies, which led to the whole astronaut thing. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, it would be great to fly planes. I, I want to fly airplanes. And then uh -huh. let me see how I can do that. And again, studying in the library, I, I saw a picture of an aircraft carrier, which was pictures of an airplane on a ship. And you know, I was a kid. Right. So I, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen. People fly airplanes off of ships. I want to go do that. You know, yeah. so I started watching all those World War II movies they had about, you know, Midway and all those things and, and air, any movie with an airplanes on ships. And that's, you know, really how I got interested in learning as much as I could about that. And how could I go and do that? So fast forward. OK, Naval Academy. This is great. How do I get into the Naval Academy? Oh, okay. wow. I need a nomination. Wow. How do I get that? Uh -huh. Right. And again, not many people around to help. So I had to mm -hmm. find folks. I had to ask. I had to study at the library again. And, you know, I made it through to the Naval Academy, which was step one, you know, mm -hmm. getting through the Naval Academy. But throughout all of that, you know, I've always had a passion for learning. This is where you and I connected, right? My favorite yeah. thing to learn. Wow, that is amazing. Thank you so much for your service, first of all. I mean, you're really inspiring and to have to, I'm sure there were a lot of things you had to overcome to get there. Like you said, I mean, nobody nobody looked like you that was an astronaut or that did this before. So I really appreciate that. 
has, was there anything in that journey that you had that maybe you saw as a robot, a roadblock or a hurdle that you were able to overcome to help you get to be where you wanted to be? Well, well first, let me say uh, thank you for the recognition. And it was a privilege and an honor for me to serve my country. Yeah. Um, there were plenty of roadblocks. Mm -hmm. uh, I grew up uh, outside of Camden, New Jersey. There were negative influences all around, but luckily I was able to find the right group of friends uh, who all had positive outlooks on life, who all wanted to do something with their lives. And we we helped each other uh -huh. um, and we still stay in touch to, the, to this day. Wow. The other roadblock again is, I, I think, you know, I came from a single parent home. My mother uh -huh. worked two jobs to support, you know, wow. me and my brother and us. And so there was very limited, you know, help that she could provide. Mm -hmm. And again, trying to go along a path that I didn't see anybody that looked like me on that path. Uh, all I think were perceived roadblocks at that time. Got it. It, it was, uh, it, it was, uh, it wasn't easy. Right, I had that right. goal in mind, and that's where I was going. I was going to do my best and get as close to being an astronaut as I could. Wow, wow, that's outstanding. And it really sounds like, you know, a lot of times people might, you know, I grew up in a single family home as well. And you don't think like, well, if you don't have a lot of resources, you can't do what you want to do, right? And you think, well, maybe I can't be what I want to be. But as you have shown and demonstrated and you've written about with a great and positive mindset and working hard, you can get there. And, and I can really appreciate that. Was there anything um, specific that you can think about that really helped you keep you along your path in your, in your journey? It sounds like you had a lot of mentors and, and help along the way. Was there anything in particular or someone or something you can call out that you remember that was critical in that journey? Well, I would say this. I actually did not have a lot of mentors on the way. Wow. I've had mm -hmm. a few people that have helped along the way, but mm -hmm. very, very few that I could consider mentors. Okay. Um, and it was the focus on what I wanted to do is what kept me going. Curiosity. Okay. Curiosity also. Mm -hmm. um, how, what what do I need to do to get this? And if I don't have that, how can I get it? And how can I get better at what I'm doing? I mean, oh. I, I did United States Naval Academy, very challenging place to be, uh, challenging place to graduate from. But mm -hmm. again, you know what helped me the most through that is the relationships that I built, not oh. necessarily with mentors, peers. You have peers mm -hmm. that carry you through. Uh, my first roommate is at the Naval Academy is still one of my best friends to this uh, day. I love that. Shout out to him. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to, I'm going to see him this weekend. So that, it's oh, that's great. That's awesome. Definitely don't have to have a mentor, right? You can do it with just people in your own circle in your community, people that love you and you love them back. That's, that's a really, really good suggestion. Is there something, is there something Ron, that you, continues to keep you happy and continue to work towards this passion. I know right before we got on this um, podcast, we talked about, you know, continuing to talk about this message and in your experiences in aviation, what keeps you happy and wanting to help you continue to grow towards your passion? Well, I think the, the basis for me is curiosity. I think mm -hmm. that in any of the behavioral personality leadership assessments 
that are all out there. I think mm -hmm. everyone that I take, curiosity ranks up there really high. Oh, right? okay. So I yeah. I always just want to learn new things. And one of the uh -huh. reasons I left, I had a good career going in the aerospace and defense industry. And I decided to leave to go uh -huh. explore other things. The first thing I did is I, I, I didn't know anything having started in the military and mm -hmm. getting out of the military and going right to work for defense contractors and sort of the same field. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anything about how businesses started, entrepreneurs, oh, mm -hmm. startups. So I got involved in that. I went, I was like, okay, where can I go to find out more about this and how they, you know, how people start companies. And, yeah. I, did that and I got involved and it's wow. actually one of the things that got me um, to realize that my mm -hmm. skills were transferable and mm -hmm. gave me the courage to leave my successful uh, career in the aerospace industry and set out on my own. Wow. Wow. That is really foundational. I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you if there was something that you learned that left an impact on you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, is it, has there been anything that you can like pinpoint that really left? It sounds like that really was a tra transformative moment in your, in your journey. Well, I, I will, I, I will relate one story. Okay. And if, if people out there, if you, if you remember the movie Top Gun. Yes. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yes. the original and the new one. Mm -hmm. Right. And if yeah, you remember absolutely. all these they had classroom scenes where they had people in a classroom in a hangar and they had all uh -huh. these aircraft perfectly yeah. positioned behind them. Yeah. It was nothing like that. Okay. okay. We were, we were in a, we were in a room in a uh -huh. hangar and I think that was a world war two hangar. Wow. And it was the day I got my wings, the day uh, I graduated from flight school. So flight yeah. school took about two years. You know, uh -huh. and then it culminates in a graduation exercise. You officially get your wings pinned on your uh -huh. chest and you're off to go. So yeah. the, one of the one of my senior officers, uh, yeah. the executive officer, who at that point in my life, who was, you know, an old guy. And okay. ironically, that guy's probably about 20 years younger than what I am now. <laughs> so he said, after we all got our wings, he uh -huh. said, congratulations, you've now been accepted for further training. Oh, okay. And, yeah. you know, I, I should have realized that at Naval Academy because I spent yeah. four years at Naval Academy working mm -hmm. hard and then, okay, here's just the beginning of flight school. I don't yeah. know why it hit me then because uh -huh. there is much more. So pretty much everything you achieve, meaning, oh. okay, that's just the beginning of your journey. You're oh. going to work hard to get an MBA. You're going to work hard to become a lawyer. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're going to work hard to become a doctor. And then once you get, once you achieve that goal, you yeah. realize then how much more it is to do. So that is just the beginning. Oh, right. Right. that really stuck with me. Right. That that is that is really a really important viewpoint and thought, and to share ongoing learning. Right. Learning is part of who you are. And when you somebody said a few weeks ago on my podcast, when you stop learning, you stop living. Right. And so continuing continuing to learn. What is your training? look like in terms of authenticity this is something you wrote about that is i'm really i'm really passionate about i do a lot of research on authenticity what does that what does that mean to you like an authentic training experience like what would that look like well let me just generalize if you don't mind 
Yeah. A lot of people create packages, courses, defined things. Like here, mm. I have a program here and it's, it's very scripted. Mm. So what I like to do something authentic, I believe is tailored specifically for that person and, or that organization mm. and their needs. Mm -hmm. Right. So every engagement is different, just like every human being, you know, with whom you have a conversation is mm. different as a consultant, as an outsider, as a coach, every person is going to need something different. Now, through my experiences, I've seen mm -hmm. quite a few things, mm -hmm. but there is always something to learn. There's always going to be a curveball. There's always going to be something. So I, I don't want to go to a human being uh -huh. that I'm coaching and uh -huh. say, Hey, I have this coaching program. It's uh -huh. perfect for you. Okay. So uh -huh. I try to understand their needs. What, where are you now? Mm -hmm. right? Where would you like to be? Where do you mm -hmm. think the gaps are? Let's mm -hmm. plot a course to get you from where you are to where you want to be. And that's uh -huh. different for every person. Every person, Ron, you are speaking my language yeah. right now because I am so passionate about this. People ask me, we, there's a big difference between a learning provider and a content provider, right? right. And, and content's just content, but it doesn't change lives. It doesn't connect. It's not authentic, like you say. Everyone is uniquely positioned for a different learning experience. Goodness, I love that. That is amazing. I, um, I, will, have, I will add, yeah. I think you have to care as well. And, yeah. and that means getting to know that person. I mean, really getting to know them mm -hmm. and letting them get to know you. Oh, right. yeah. So, um, I, I think that's an important part of it. Yeah, definitely caring. And you know, one way that you can show you care, this is one thing that I don't see a lot, is asking the learners, what do they want to learn, right? How often, how often have you coached or done a learning experience, Ron, and someone say, Ron, what would you like to learn? Or what would you like to do with this experience? That's not done very often. And I'm sure a lot of times, especially in all of our lives and training, we've been told what to do instead of cared for. It's, it's, and it's missing today. It's definitely missing. Um, so certainly. And speaking to that, Ron, you know, sometimes I have people reach out to me and they say to me, Gina, I've lost my passion. I've just lost my passion to learn. I don't have a curiosity. I don't like anything. What would you recommend to that person or what advice would you tell someone that really they, they lost their way, they've lost their passion? You know, that's interesting. Again, uh, different people have different needs, but I would start with how do you get some clarity? What's the path to clarity? And it may be walking away from whatever it is you're doing for a while. Now, there's some realities there as far as, well, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I have bills to pay and I have a job and I, I can't right. necessarily need that job. Right. But a friend of mine, and you and I talked about this before we went on the show, uh -huh. was a little burned out. Yeah. And I suggested you need to take a break. Just take a break. In mm -hmm. fact, I, I got an email from this person on Sunday afternoon. I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> email me on Sunday afternoon. Um, right. So about a week later, she took a couple of days off, went into the mountains with her dog, mm -hmm. enjoyed it and came back unbelievably refreshed and recently just wrote an article about the importance of doing just that, stepping away for a while to gain that clarity. Because mm -hmm. I think she had lost a little passion as well mm -hmm. and just 
taking some time away uh, would do it. And just do what you want. Don't think about anything. There's always something to learn, right? Yeah. You could, you could, uh, you know, pickleball seems to be a big thing. <laughs> it right? is. Ron, they just days. got rid of the tennis learn, courts. Yes. Right, I'll learn something new. I think it'll yeah. just energize you. Pickleball. It, and I'll tell pickleball. you, uh, a few years ago, what I did mm -hmm. is uh, Washington State um, in the Seattle area where I live, a lot of wineries, a lot of wineries oh. in Washington. Uh -huh wineries near where I live. And so I found a small boutique winery, uh, mm -hmm. met the owner and say, hey, do you need any volunteer support for your tasting room? And oh. he said, yes. And I uh -huh. say, well, here's the deal. I will I will help you, but I just like to learn. Teach me yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, and cool. It was great. And I learned more about you know the wine industry and wine than I think yeah. I ever would have in a book just by yeah. volunteering to work in that tasting room. And I ended up doing wow. that for seven years. Wow. So, wow. Run. Wow. So yeah, what a great idea. Just find, find somewhere to volunteer and learn, learn something new. I have an old colleague that opened up a, a bee, a bee apparary up in, um, I think Costa Rica. I'd love to go there. I'd like to take a break. If he's listening, Michael Linderman, I can come take a break and come, come learn about how to take care of bees. I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be great. Well, that's awesome. So take a break, um, learn something new, do something that you find that will help you reignite your passion. Ron, I, I would add one yeah. more thing. Yeah. If you don't mind. Uh, of course. Uh, help someone. Uh -huh. um, if if uh, I look at experience a, as a ladder, there's always there are always people above you on a ladder and people below you. The people above you, those are people from whom you can learn. Mm -hmm. And those below you are people you can help. Mm. And so what are you good at? Mm -hmm. uh, who needs help? Find someone below you on that ladder and help. Mm -hmm. it, it may energize you mm -hmm. uh, to be to reach out and give something to someone else who needs it. Yeah. You know, it makes you feel good when you're kind, yes. you know, that's shown when you're kind to other people, it makes you feel good. So opening the door for someone, helping someone out, buying the person in front of you, their coffee, you know, pay it forward, always pay it forward. Oh, goodness. That is such great advice. Ron, anything else you want to add to our podcast today or share about yourself? Your your chapter in the book is amazing. Any Anything else you'd like to share about you? And then we'll tell everyone where they can find you. Well, thank you, one, for having me. I appreciate it. Find me on LinkedIn, connect, reach out. I never consider it a waste of time to have a conversation with another human being. Um, wow. Let's just talk. And one of the things I focus on is I, I have a pretty good network, and that includes you, Dr. Gina. Oh, and what I focus you. on doing is trying to help people solve whatever problems they have, mm -hmm. even if it doesn't involve me. So mm -hmm. about 90% of the calls that I get, oh, maybe that's a little high, maybe, but say a majority of the calls that I get, yeah. I end up referring mm -hmm. to my colleagues who are better suited to help that person. Yeah, I will say Ron is the kindest, most giving person that I have interacted with on LinkedIn. He's connected me with folks. Um, if you want advice, if you're in leadership, you want leadership advice, you need coaching advice, um, Ron is the person. Connect with Ron. He's on LinkedIn. I'll share. 
I'll share his book chapter. Get the book, buy it, read it. It's amazing. Um, thank you, Ron, for joining me today. I am honored to know you. And I look forward to many, many more great conversations in the future and in 2024. So thanks for coming today. Thank you for the opportunity, Dr. Gina. This was great. And I also look forward to chatting with you again soon. Great.